0: CHAPTER ONE Sergeant John Crider raised his closed fist, a signal for the five-man unit of Shadow Company to halt. The bottom of his cloth face mask was thick with condensation, each breath cooled by the night air. He motioned twice to his left. Somewhere behind him his team would be moving to their designated locations. Four days ago, recon satellites above North Korea detected an unknown power surge in an uninhabited area east of So. Within 36 hours, Shadow Company had boots on the ground. John crouched and moved behind cover. He peeled back the protective covering on his watch face. Forty seconds until his team would be in position. Slowly, he raised his suppressed service rifle to his shoulder and peered through the scope. A bare, yellowed bulb illuminated the front of a small brick building fifty yards away. The building was windowless, no bigger than a one car garage, with a single rusted metal door below the light. Tire ruts, cutting deep into the ground, were a good indication the area was still active. The earpiece in his left ear clicked twice. A few seconds later, a single time. His team was in position. John began to lower his rifle when the metal door to the building opened. A bright white light flooded the area. Two figures, in military uniforms, stepped out into the night. One lit a cigarette while the other walked over and relieved himself on the side of the building. John pushed the communicator around his neck, twice. Through his scope, he watched the soldiers simultaneously crumple. "'Advance!' he said in a low whisper. The throat mic would carry the order to the rest of the unit. John moved from cover and converged on the small building. Rodriguez and Zimmerman, from Unit 2, were already dragging the bodies into the nearby brush when he arrived. On the outside, the shed door looked weathered, but it hid a foot of steel behind it. Feltz, you and Osborne stay sharp. A door this thick is hiding something, John said. ''Roger that, boss,'' Osborne's voice echoed over the comm. ''We'll keep your backside clean.'' Rodriguez and Zimmerman followed John into the vacant, well-lit interior. Rodriguez walked the perimeter, examining the galvanized flooring. ''You think there's some sort of trapdoor here?'' Rodriguez asked. Zimmerman pulled the door closed. ''I don't see any seams on the floor.'' The guards were definitely Corey's, but they didn't seem too worried about security. John walked, looking for anything they may have missed. There has to be something. The floor shuddered and began to descend. Feltz, John said into his calm, It looks like this thing's an elevator. We may lose audio. The communicator crackled. We'll wait forty minutes before heading back to camp. Good luck. Felts' voice answered. John took a defensive position by the back wall, facing forward. Zimmerman and Rodriguez followed suit, each taking a wall. There was no telling where the elevator would dump out, and this position would give each man three firing points with no blind spots. Fluorescence, recessed along the concrete walls, lit the platform as they descended. The platform slowed before opening into a large hallway. A single soldier stood at the lift control panel. The operator's eyes went wide. Chim, A muffled thud of Zimmerman's silenced rifle reverberated. The shot took the lift operator in the throat before he could fill his lungs again. John gave the signal, and the three advanced. The passage was quiet except for the soft hum of the industrial lights. A few doors lined either side. John knelt beside the first door. From a side pocket he removed a two-foot piece of plastic tubing. He slid the small end underneath the door and put his eye up to the lens enclosed on the opposite side. The room on the other side came into view. Rotating the tubing, he scanned the adjacent room. John retracted the tubing and glanced back at Rodriguez. Storage. At the next set of doors, John began to uncoil the tubing again, but stopped at the sound of voices from the other side. Zimmerman took a position on the opposite side of the door. Flattening against the wall, Zimmerman drew his knife.